Tyson McGuffin here. I'm on Cameo. Come on, send me a request. I'll take care of you. What's going on? My name is Tyson McGuffin. Welcome to the McGuffin Show. We're on episode 31 here. Want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Beamer Therapy. Um, if you guys are looking for a super cool medical device that uh, uh, helps you live longer, helps you feel better, and uh, helps you sleep, get over to my website. Go to TysonMcGuffin.com. Uh, go to the sponsor page and click on that Beamer link and see what Beamer's about got this stranger over here next to me and uh, I got to play with him this morning. I haven't seen him in forever. He's been teaching some camps. K-Mac, what's going on? Been buddy? on the road, man. Happy to be back. Happy uh, to I be missed back. You. I missed the podcast. <laughs> been, been watching, been checking in. Good stuff, but it's nice to nice to be back in the seat. Good to see you. Um, Kyle uh, pulled in our driveway this morning and it's just a sheet of ice. Uh, <laughs> literally, it's it's just a sheet of ice. It's uh. It's very messy at our house right now. It snowed for the last couple of weeks and then dumped rain uh, yesterday. And so it's like black ice out there. Yeah, we're both walking about like we're about 90 years old. Just little tiptoe baby steps. steps uh-huh. <laughs> baby, baby steps. Baby steps. Walking a little ginger. A little yeah, ginger. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, got a nice little workout in this morning. Uh, been playing at Selkirk's new court. Love it. Uh, literally, it's like six minutes from my house. Yeah, I didn't realize it's how right. close it was yeah, it's, uh, it's, to your place. It's so just it's a, a jump and a skip. Yeah, that's kind of perfect. Yeah, so Selkirk's got uh, two buildings now. Uh, their new building is massive, uh, and they kept their old building, and uh, they're going to turn it uh, into uh, like a little private court, little hangout area. Uh, probably something like Beach Boys, if you guys know my man Dan, Dan that owns the uh, jewelry shop. Uh, Southwest Florida, Danny, but, um, uh, Danny has got uh, a little place called beach boys. That place is sweet. It's got, uh, it's how got many a, courts do they have? I think just, there. just one. They just have the one. Okay. They, they nice. could have courts outside. And gotcha. I, I know Selkirk's looking to do some courts is it, outside. Is it, so I've seen, a, you know, a few pros playing at beach boys. If it's, so just one court for training, do there's, is there something else that they have going on there? Is it well, just, yeah. Just so, so there's a, there's a bar, there's a loft, okay. they have a bunch of socials, so it's fun. So it's yeah. a hangout yeah. atmosphere. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Right. Nice. So I think Selkirk's going to turn that. Uh, into something like that. Uh, they're going to build a game room. Uh, they're going to have some fun stuff for kids. And, and so uh, there's tons of players around here. I'm sure that they will get, get that thing plenty busy if they want to. Yeah. Uh, I'm hopefully they're just, they're just looking to keep it uh, with the Selkirk employees. And uh, hopefully I can have all my mornings get on from that, six to nine. Get on that guest list. Get on that guest <laughs> list, baby. Um, anyhow, but yeah, nice to have a private court. Uh, we have a shop at our place, but the shop is a little too small. Uh, broke my heart the day that I measured it. So uh, either we're going to build on or we're uh, turn the shop into like a workout room and then have to have to build some courts. But uh, uh, probably in the next two years, we're definitely going to build some courts. Um, and I was telling K-Mac that, you know, if uh, uh, he, he teaches in, in uh, Spokane right now and obviously teaches on the road. But uh, if, if things did, did not work out in Spokane, he could come to CDA and come, you know. I just need four walls. I just, four walls. I just, I'm easy. I mean, I just need, need four, four walls. walls and a roof. Around here, we need the roof. We need the roof. It's too dang cold. Oh, legendary. Get my basket. Okay, I'll, I'll teach you right. I mean, I'll 10 hours right. a day. Keep him going. See <laughs> my basket, four walls and a roof. Here in two <laughs> years, he's not going to have any freaking time to teach uh, locally because he's going to be so freaking busy on the no, road. Sure. So. And, and honestly, like, even over the last month, I've You've been bowing di- out. I've, I di- I've dialed my local teaching schedule back just a little because I, I got to find time to train, right? Yeah, right. Um, so I did over the last month and then visited family for a little bit. It's been nice to just yeah. just pump the brakes just a little bit, right? You know, locally. And most of my income is camps, anyways. Yeah, right. So you got to find that balance. Got to got to find know. that balance. No, for sure. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about a week with banks. Uh, this new halftime chiller sponsor that everybody seems to have camps. Uh, follow me on YT TikTok, Newsletter, Sports Corner, APP Mesa, Gridley, and Sincola, R. King. Boom. Bully Rim Breakdown, APP Boca. Foremost, how's your family over yeah, there? Yeah, everybody's doing good. Like good. I said, it was nice. I think it was the right time 
to to push a few lessons aside or just yeah. you know just take control of my schedule which is something you know I, I can do and I think it made sense to do um, but yeah we took a, a week uh, over Christmas yeah. uh, went over the west side of Washington where Callie's parents live my parents live so it was nice to just spend some some slow down time with them and then yeah. and then and then training it's been really good too uh, at the playground where I teach they've got a like a youth like kids day that uh, I don't know if you know Karsten but he's yeah, a, yeah. a young Cute adult a nice a nice young man teaches and they, they love it so then all my my older three kids have gone a couple of different times which is really nice like my oldest daughter is you know sports are not her main thing like she's a big time reader it's just good to get her some balance and yep. build a little confidence for her so oh, yeah. we've been uh, getting all of them doing a little ping pong at home and they've been doing a yeah, doing a little bit of fight fight camp. camp. Yeah, yeah. You know what was crazy <laughs> is that the last time I hung out with this guy, we were uh, uh, practicing in the morning, and he told me that he just got the uh, uh, fight camp deal. And I'm my, like, dude, my, my big Christmas. Present. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, dude. Little did I know, my wife just got me a late birthday present, and she got me fight camp too. Come on, we're fight camp brothers, fight camp boys. Okay. Yeah, I love, it, love it. So you haven't you haven't tested it. I out haven't so even yet. touched yeah. it. No, I've, I've only been on there a couple of times. My kids have been messing with it. We got the full family pack. But yeah, it's it. It's great. It's uh, you know, it's interactive. I'm not a, a boxing background person, so it shows you some fundamentals. Yeah, some fun little workouts Good for hand speed, foot speed. Yeah, honestly, I, I got it with the intent of of wanting to stay in shape, but also you know, if you think about volleys or fast volleys, you know, you're keeping it tight. It's right. very similar to a punching motion. Exactly. Um, getting your body in front of you know, in front of the ball, get your weight through it. So, trying to visualize any any little edge to, oh, yeah. to speed those hands up and, oh, yeah. and get ready for match play. That's cool. Yeah, I'm uh. Definitely gonna pull uh, pull my thing out of the out of the box and you have to do a post. Show the folks at home. Show them the the routine. Oh yeah. Um, Hey, tell if you don't mind, tell the viewers. uh, And this is a sad story, but you were. Uh, tell me this morning, uh, what happened to your daughter? Poor, poor little oh, sweetheart when she's, and this is just talking about how stinking icy it is no, for where sure. we're at. Poor thing. No, same. And over in Spokane, it's, it's the same. It's just a thick sheet of ice <laughs> on the road. And so all my kids walk just, you know, up the road a little bit for, uh, for the bus stop. My, my, uh, all my kids really, uh, are, are now in school. My youngest who's in kindergarten, you know, biggest spitfire, like aggressive personality. <laughs> My wife was watching and she fell, got up, fell, got up, fell. And then by the third time she fell and got up, she was just visibly just pissed off. Uh, she was, you know, storming up there, but it was a, uh, that's the one worst, of those things we that's the worst morning. got on video. Right. That is like the worst morning. Right. It's, it's a morning. It's cold. You're falling. <laughs> right. Oh gosh. And, rough and, way to start your day. Right. Rough way to start your day. Um, uh, the last couple of weeks, I kid you not, just with getting back into training and stuff like that, and it being cold here, like my joints are cold, my my shoulders all banged up. I totally, and I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm getting old, but I, I totally understand why snowbirds you get, get, the the, get the heck south. Yeah, get out because of that um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, you know, it's like yeah, I don't get as sore when I'm east coast and it's humid. I right. actually really don't get sore at all. Right. West coast, drier. Um, you know, I'll get, I'll get somewhat sore but nothing comparable to being in cold weather and waking up and like your joints feeling tight and you know well i think you know we're both in our 30s now i think that's the time where where that starts right like obviously it's not like when you're in your 50s or 60s and there's a lot you can do about it but i know like the moment i got over 30 it's the first time i was like why did my knee just randomly hurt you know it's like for no reason so little by little it's only gonna get worse from here right right right, for sure um Okay, so I spent a week with Banks. Uh, we were down in San Jose. My wife had surgery, and I kid you not, it was a legendary week, and Banks was on a highlight reel. So a couple of things that happened. We're looking for the remote. Uh, Meg may have been in the bathtub. We're looking for the remote, and uh, Banks had to put the remote in the bathtub. Nice. Another thing is uh, <laughs> she likes to take off her diaper, and, uh, I mean, I, we had been watching Coco for like six or seven hours that day. She's working me over all day. And, uh, and so I, you know, I didn't, I didn't put pants on her, right? I, I put a shirt on her, put her diap on, put her down for a nap. I, I get her up from her nap. She totally taken her diap she off. Goes, nope. She had like a big, hard clump of boop <laughs> just sitting in her playpen. I'm like, what in the heck? Um, just left you a little, I, I mean, right. And she's so dad. quick to rip that diaper off. So quick. You got to get those pants. Little does she know when she gets older, daddy's putting steel panties on her. Okay. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Chastity belt. (laughs) Um, And then it's kind of cute too. She's, uh, she's trying to talk right now, but she's, uh, you know, her, her, her tongue is in the way and it's just, it's not, uh, she's having a hard time pronunciating her words. Um, Anyhow, she's probably like two months out, but uh, something that she does, she can't say up. And so when she wants you to pick her up, she does this. 
She's just she's just like you in every every way. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's right. Bump. She over the chest bump. She wants to get that mouth running a million miles an hour. Just just can't can't come up with sentences. <laughs> right, yet. right. Give her time. Give uh, her time. And and something that we know now uh, know now is that when we travel with her, if we don't have a high chair, it is just a mess. I mean, having Uh-oh. having a two year old with no high chair. And, and trying, to, trying to feed her. I mean, she's dumping her bowl on her head. She's throwing food <laughs> over her right ear. I mean, if she's not stationary and locked in, it's a disaster. <laughs> Controlled stationary. It, it all falls apart. <laughs> it all falls apart from there. Keep it within your stance. Keep it within, yeah, keep it within your stance. Keep it in zones two and three, okay? Uh, and then, yeah, last but not least, uh, another, another poop story. So I'm like... It's it's in the morning. I and I take all of her clothes off, and you know she's she's uh, on my shoulder, and I'm taking her to the bathtub. And my wife is talking to me, and I turn around. I'm talking to my wife. Next thing I know, I like smell a little something. Yeah, she totally just uh, ripped all over my forearm. She I'm like, what? Her. I mean, Banks. Um, anyhow, it was. Uh, I I love that girl, but she completely owned me that whole week. <laughs> I stand. I stand no chance. I think. I think she might have you wrapped around her no finger a little bit. Chance. She's. She is cute as a button, though. To be fair, like I, I don't think any dads would uh, would stand a chance with her. Thank you, you for that. Look out. Look but no, kids are good. Skyman's. Uh, Skyman's been a little sick, um, but uh, he's starting to feel better now. Picking up Ty tonight in Moses okay, Hole. Sweet. Can I get herself a little, little Hockstetter? Hockstetter. Chico's? Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's his birthday this weekend, too. So I think we're going to go to Triple Play. Oh, go yeah, check yeah. out the uh, water park on have Saturday. You guys, have you guys been before to Triple Play? Been there before, yeah. We've not, yeah, we've not checked that one out. Yeah. We've, we've yeah. thought about it a couple of times. Looks, yeah, it's looks kind like of like a, a grade C. Okay. It's, uh, it's not quite. Park. I mean, it's uh, okay, but it's, 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 it's very, like a, it's very great, Hayden-ish. Great Wolf Lodge. No, 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 no. It's Hayden, Idaho. It's the best within 20 minutes <laughs> um okay so uh, yesterday on facebook it seemed like everybody and their grandma got sponsored by this company called halftime chiller k-mac hey, tell in. us how many cokes does rafa have in they're his halftime in. chiller <laughs> well you'd know better than me i gotta be honest uh my, my knowledge of rafa is after the tournament we're in spectator mode throwing back a couple of brewskis is normally uh-huh. uh, get him fired the, the up routine that i see. oh yeah but tell me about the coke thing is he like drinking sodas during, during no I, i'm just giving him a hard time no just when he moved in with me he he he's, was a, he's a coke guy he's okay. a coke machine okay, yeah. i mean the guy would do a lot for a coke well, if there was ever a better sponsorship that made more sense, I don't know what it would be. Because yeah. Rafa with a cooler coming prepared Spong. to the courts, courtside. No, it's 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 a good idea. Yeah, honestly. no, it is. It it's is. a good idea. Oh, yeah. I, hope, I hope they do well, and I yeah, uh, like sure. to see more of these companies. You know, jump into pickle and exactly, and you know, have a relationship with some pros where it's a you know win win. Hopefully for for everybody for sure. Uh, make sure to check out Halftime Chiller if you want a. Uh, um, if you want a cooler, uh, courtside, or if you want to bring a cooler that, uh, that has a handle and has some wheels, that's uh, easy to cruise around. Check out Halftime Chiller, baby. You want to be life of the party at the court? Hey, life of the hey, party. Come prepared with the, with the beverages. Keep okay. them on ice. Bring the IPAs. <laughs> there you go. Okay, camps. K-Mac, what have you been doing? I mean, it's 2022. I haven't taught any camps. You've taught two. You know, somebody's got to work. Correct? I mean, somebody's got to work. <laughs> no. no, it's all good. Uh, Taught down um, down the Phoenix area Mesa yeah. with uh, Mr. Sperling, and I you know love teaching with him. Oh, yeah. When he assists me, I just look at it like we're both leading. He's an extremely competent guy. Not to cut you off, what are you yeah, doing no. differently with your little tip down? Uh, so just tell the viewers. You know, I'm yeah, sure there's yeah. plenty of people that can that can relate. You know, have a have a hard time with that tip down off the left foot. For sure. I mean, and my personality is I, I like to think <clears> I you know know a thing or two about pickleball, but where <laughs> I get my knowledge is I just. I just hound everybody that has a different perspective. What are you doing here? What are you doing there? You know, I think everybody's taught with me in a test. I'm trying to steal as much information from you as possible to learn. But uh, my my worst thing for a long time is, you know, my backhand dink. You know, I like taking it cross court, comfortable there with slicing it, not comfortable taking up the line because, you know, it's just awkward for me to get the tip of the paddle down. Um, I don't know if it's a lack of dexterity in my wrist, but what John does is this very awkward kind of, he just kind of puts his finger up, but grabs just kind of the back of the paddle there. Totally a very awkward grip. 
but he showed me a little bit on it and I feel like it's, uh, I have time to change the grip because it's off of a dink. So it looks pretty unconventional, but because when that tip of the paddle is down, it's the natural position to get that shape and that loft with mm -hmm. that shorter distance up the line. So I felt like today yeah, um, sure. when I was stationary, and it's a little tougher to do when I'm moving in zone one, right. but uh, when I was stationary, I wasn't you know missing as many in the net. I was able to get a little bit more shape and mm -hmm. just, just putting more balls in play. Short and, and shallow. That's the uh, that's kind of the theme where, where the game's going now. If you can keep that unattackable and exactly. and shallow, you can play with, you know, play with higher margins. So right. I've toyed with the two handed to get the tip down and i think i just have so much more coordination with my right hand than my just left just trust one i gotta trust, trust one. it and, and simplify uh -huh. a little bit right uh but i think my my soft game in oh, yeah. general last couple times yeah, we've been playing sure. i think it's you've been, uh, you've been playing the right much better as well yeah yeah, yeah. i'm starting to to feel the the slice a little more on the right side but yeah. uh yeah it's been good uh so, so yeah mesa and then okc yeah yeah my uh i think it's my third or fourth chicken and pickle location nice. uh one of the newer ones looks yeah, really nice looks sweet um, yeah, they, they took care of me. Camp went, uh, went really well. What'd you have for lunch? Did you tell me you had that chicken sando. I actually, I, you know, I was good. I went with like the power salad the first day. I went with the little hey, quinoa. Kyle's a nuts. new man. 2022 is a new man. Well, I mean, like, to be fair, good <laughs> food, but a lot of the stuff's pretty spicy. So I, oh, for me yeah. and my boring palate, right. I gotta, yeah. I gotta pick my, pick my battles. Right. So I went, right. uh, went with a salad, but no, uh, went well. Um, glad for our partnership yeah. with them. Seems like all those camps, it's, uh, just a little more professional, the yeah. setting. It's good for pickleball, good for... Feels like destination. Yeah, people yeah. are excited to be there. Uh, sure. It's nice to have one-stop shopping where you know you have restrooms, you have the courts, you have food. It's all right there. It makes mm -hmm. makes the camp it's kind of that very up, smooth. Up-key, up you know, up-tempo, like fun environment. Right. Um, See some uh, designer bags at uh, some chicken and pickles. Kind of funny. Uh, the couple times that I've... I think I taught at, uh, what, San Antonio, Kansas City... Um, I can't. I think those are the only yeah, two I've just okay. San Antonio. Uh, anyhow, both both times um, that I traveled to Chicken and Pickles, like for for lunch when you go over to the restaurant, um, there's people in suits, Louis Vuitton everywhere, Gucci. Um, but there's definitely definitely some money floating around Chicken and Pickles. You know yeah, I mean? I've always been surprised at how much of like the the, work, the working class lunch group that they get. Like I saw some some nurses in there. Mm -hmm. You know, people clearly on their lunch break from work just wanted to kind of take in the environment. So yeah. glad to. See they you know they figure something out and right. they're expanding like crazy so it's obviously profitable and and, and working out for them. Um, I'm teaching my first real camp. I just taught a two day group lesson. Uh, kind of cool. I'm not going to tell you who I worked with, but uh, but she's a lot cooler than I am, that's for sure. <laughs> and I and I made sure to tell her that fun change of pace for you. Yeah, change no, up the lesson no. plan. I, I haven't bit, taught but... a four to one in probably. Um, I I mean 2016. So that I means it's been it's been a while. It's been right, a while. Right. So, um, but. Uh, yeah, taught a little four to one. They we had five hours Wednesday, five hours yesterday. Fun. Um, a couple of senior pro ladies and just beat a mop, beat a mop. Made some bad line calls as well. <laughs> I know for me, it's always fun to like work with, work with like four, five and higher yeah. because you can think up some new drills and like give them a little bit. You know, we're always thirsting for more knowledge. It's fun to be able to give them some more complex things that they can take. Whereas sure. you know, camp setting, we have to be somewhat careful of not not overwhelming yeah. the group with yeah. uh, all that nuanced stuff that's clearly for a yeah, for high no, level or no yeah i love to dive into like being a gamer being super competitive you know uh being able to like relate my match stories and and uh uh, yeah, just really, really dive into high intense tactical play yep. uh, with good tournament prep. And, you know, um, yeah, we, we uh, conquered a lot over over 10 hours. And uh, um, yeah, it was, it was fun working with those ladies. Anyhow, I have a camp coming up uh, the Monday, Tuesday after the first PPA event. Uh, I think we have 27 or 28. We're looking to get 32 K-Mac, John Sperling, and Cami McGregor, who we nice. all love. And myself will all be teaching. So we'll have uh, hopefully 32, four pros. Uh, teach that Monday, Tuesday, and then I had to combo for two weeks, um, doing some uh, camps at Discovery Properties down there, Chileno, El Dorado. Gonna go slum it for a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Those places are pretty nice. And you, so you're playing the playing the PPA then. Playing right? playing the PPA. Who are, who are your partners? Uh, you know, trying to like? trying to figure out my mixed situation okay, gotcha, this gotcha. year. Kind of yeah. got you know. Um, uh, uh, throwing a curveball, the so old musical chairs with musical chairs, bouncing around. So you know, I mean, why not? Okay, uh, gotta have a little drama. I mean, right? gotta keep have a little your, drama. Okay, or toes. else it's not pickle. Right, right. Um, so, so I'm playing with uh, playing with uh, Jay, right? Nice. Jay the Frenchman, obviously playing singles. And uh, to be honest, I'm trying to figure my my mixed situation out this year because it's looking a little messy. 
Uh, and I mean, talk about you'll, you'll land on your right, feet. right. And and if and if the viewers know, if the viewers knew like the story six months ago and just how that whole chain uh, chain effect went, I mean, literally, it was, it's it's uh, it's chaos to even think about. And it just comes to show that. Um, yeah, there's just, just a lot of goofy stuff taking place in pickle and, and, uh, it's like the domino effect, right? Because it all starts with like one person, like changing up their plans. And then that leads to this, this ripple effect of three or four more changes. Uh, it, it, honestly, like, like knowing it or hearing, you know, uh, how it's going down kind of behind the scenes is right. it's entertaining. Right. I must right. say. Yeah. Right. For sure. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I mean, first I got the double ax and then I've been on top of that. Then I got punch in the you know what once again uh so uh it's all good it's all good um so i've been posting pretty consistently to youtube and tiktok be sure to follow me over there um newsletter's been going on every thursday so make sure to uh if you're if you're not watching the content for the week or yeah if you didn't if you didn't follow the podcast or uh follow anything on tiktok you can uh receive the newsletter every thursday morning like something it. that we're doing new in the newsletter kmac if you don't mind telling us yeah yeah we're gonna do a a kmac's corner so just every week uh i'm just gonna throw out it might be just a very short uh short message could be a paragraph or so just uh just kind of anything that i've i've noticed as i'm teaching kind of a trend that i'm seeing just a just a different educational tip. So it'd be fun for me to kind of rack my brain on, on um, you know, what I can tell everybody. Some of the uh, comments are going to be more for, you know, basic 30, mm -hmm. 2530 level, and some are going to be a little higher level. So definitely check that out. It'll be, uh, you know, fun for me to to be able to be part of that uh, part of that newsletter. Love it. Sports Corner, UFC's back. Uh, there's a big pay-per-view event this Saturday. Francis Nuganu. Boom. And Serial Gain. It's got to be sick. Heavyweight fight. Um Nuganu uh, is does, he a pretty big betting favorite? Have you looked he, at the line? I, at yes, yeah, okay. uh, not not a huge betting favorite. Okay. Um, but Nuganu, this is his last fight in his contract, and he actually wants to box after this because because he wants to get paid. From what it sounds That's like, I mean, honestly, yeah. looking at how the UFC controls all that stuff, I mean, the fighters they get taken advantage of a little bit. Um, it's kind of funny too because you feel like boxing is kind of going down a little more. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, there's there's been some hyped up yeah, things, but it just seemed so like at least for a while UFC was kind of like yeah. the the new kid on the block. Celebrity boxing well. is really like, That's I true. mean, the, yeah. the Pauls and the, you know, yeah, some of the, I mean, but some of the promotion trailer, it's like is, is one a, fight, like with Mayweather and, and yeah. like some of these hyped up. I mean, it's amazing right. what they can get in one flipping fight. I mean, it's, like, it's, insane. it's insane to go away from UFC, which is kind of everything and just right. specialize in boxing says something about the, the financial dynamic. I mean, just kind of give you an idea. Tyron Woodley, yeah. uh, yeah. old UFC champ got knocked out, uh, by, by Jake Paul. Right. Um, and he made three million for the fight. His last UFC fight, he made like two fifty. Just comes to show. I mean, he, this is his second boxing fight, and he right. and he and he earns three million. Yeah, just UFC must be just taking way more of the slice of the pie yeah. than boxing or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyhow, so um, let's see here. Josh Allen throws a perfect game. Insane. No uh, NFL quarterback has ever done that. Essentially, the Bills beat up on the Patriots. Uh, the um, the, the Bills did not punt. They didn't kick. Um, they basically scored on every possession, but the last possession, he ended up kneeling. First time ever. Wow. Didn't even know that could be a thing. That's, yeah. a, that's insane. Insane. Yeah. Tell us his uh, story growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So I, I might have seen it on your feed, but uh, sounds like didn't get a single offer out of high school. Obviously, probably Love did pretty, pretty well in, in Juco. Big dude. Sends out, yeah. Sends out his tape, and only Wyoming was the only D1 school that responded. And it's crazy, too, because, it, you know, you'd think this underdog story with the quarterback, you think maybe he's undersized, maybe six foot or 5'11". Right. Prototypical build, he's 6'5", 210, and still couldn't get uh, couldn't get any respect. And right. got to love those stories where yeah. somebody comes out of nowhere and right. at the top of their game. And Fighting you claw. know that you know that the hard work was there, so you got to sure. appreciate that grit. And, yeah. you know, anytime somebody believes in themselves, it's just a, it's a powerful message for all of us in whatever we're doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And when you're, you know, when you're not appreciated like that and you put in the work, it, it makes you go back to the drawing board and it brings out a different type of dog. Gives you that motivation. For sure. Right? For you sure. have that tunnel vision. Like you want something about wanting to prove people wrong. I know for yeah. me, like when, when I feel like, you know, I'm not getting the respect or, you know, <clears throat> whatever, that's, that's when my motivation kicks yeah. in yeah. just naturally a little bit. No. Uh, I mean, we, we talked about this on, I don't know what episode it was, but you know, I got the double ax and right, right after I got the double ax played three or four tournaments in a row, took a medal in each event. I mean, it woke me up. For sure. It woke me up. Sure. It brought yeah. out a different dog. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It did. You well, know, you've added, added pieces. I mean, today, yeah. like 
thought we both played uh, decent, but uh, your backhand punch, like I'm thinking back three, four months ago, you did not have that kind of power coming off and it's efficient. It's short. You're way tougher to attack than you used to be. And that was, you know, that was, if there was a weakness or a limitation in your game a year ago, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming through me. Uh, Project two definitely helps. Um, No sleep for me, Australian Open. I don't know what K-Mac's been doing at night, but I've been... I've been uh, more doing the Sports Center highlights. I'll catch a match okay, here or there, it, but I yeah. haven't been... I've been trying to stay up to like midnight. You know, I'm cheap. I'm, I'm, I'm a streaming guy, so I don't okay. even have TV, so it's a little tougher with some of the, okay. some of the matches. Yeah. Uh, if there's like a big major final, I'll just splurge for a, a one-month membership on Sling or something <laughs> so I can watch it, but no. Uh, I've been catching it a little bit here or there. I was yeah. telling you, my, my guys... Uh, Shapovalov, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's escaped a little, and I know he's not on anybody's <laughs> he's radar. He's just, just pure flat. I love sexy, watching like no. that 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 sexy shot making, yeah, yeah. super athletic. Dude, that that. Do you remember his first Davis Cup when he like he lost a Davis Cup match and he hit a ball up into the stands and it hit the chair up oh, right somebody. in the eye. Yeah. you remember that? Oh uh, yeah, I, I so, remember seeing the highlight. Yeah, yeah, so this was like back in I don't know seventeen. Yeah, 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 seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. but he was fairly young and fairly new. And I played his, I don't know if it was his first Davis Cup tie, but got pissed off, lost a match, right. hit it up in the stands, and hit the chair on right in the eye. Could you imagine? Gosh. You just want to crawl under a Oh, my gosh. That. Yeah. Everybody's but down he's, on he's you. But right? he's got game. Yeah. 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 And that was, a, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Riley Opelka. Actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, for the longest time, I've been, like, liking all this stuff on Instagram and sent him a couple of DMs and, like, no response. <laughs> we have the same agent. We're both uh, oh, with, oh, with, with, with Top oh, Notch. Okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so, uh... Uh, yeah, just recently, like two weeks ago, uh, he sent me a DM and, oh, he and back out. gave me his address. I'm going to send him a paddle and some gear and oh, stuff. And, so, and I've been, I've been telling him and like sending him DMs and telling him that he's not just a serve bot. He's got more to his game. <laughs> yeah. Cause everybody just calls him a <laughs> serve bot. Right. right, right. But no, he's, uh, he's a super cool dude. He moves pretty well. He, yeah. He moves pretty like, well. Some of the shots on the move, like comparing him to like Isner, right. It seems like right. he, he hits some stuff on the move better than Isner ever did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that I can tell. So he's just a monster. I mean that, yeah, that, that be, beard, that height, that crazy hair. He loves talking to somebody that tall about pickleball, man. There's going to be no kitchen line. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, super cool dude, and I'm, and I'm glad that, uh, that he's been hitting me back. Yeah, cool. Um, so, winner of first round at Australian Open gets 103K. Kaboom. Not too bad. Singles champ gets 2.8. Um, it's a little different from pickle. You know? <laughs> just, just, just a tad. You know? Just a tad. But uh, it's, it's good money. It's good money. What does that mean? Even if you win like a first round quali, first round qualies, you have to win three rounds to get into the main draw. Uh, first round quality is like 25k and that's where I'd like to see you know I, I think nunnery was a few months ago did a post about like the payouts and PPA or whatever the, the tour is I think it would be nice obviously it's not to that point yet but to where with some of these bigger tour level events there's there's more of a qualifier to where you can't you know just get in automatically and then be cool to see it paid out round by round obviously you got to have more money in the overall prize money for that to make sense but right. I like the idea of each round you win, you get a little bit of a bump, but it's a little exactly. bit easier to predict um, as a as a traveling pro. No, a little right. bit more predictable income, for right? Because sure, it's sure. it's it's greedy at the top. It's no. greedy in the top three. It is, no, like, it's it's it takes, it's, it takes it's quite very, a tournament it's very for, for a heavy. lot of people to to be able to break through. So it'd be cool to to see it uh, spread out a little bit more evenly. I think that that would add more depth yeah. uh, into the game, and a few more people would be more inclined to travel to more events. And right. so hopefully that's uh, where where it's going in the next uh, next few years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the sponsor money is definitely starting to get real. Yep. Bigger brands are coming in the game. I can't announce anything right now, but there's a couple couple cool things coming my way that I can announce in like a month or so. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I know myself this year looking at, you know, camps and sponsors and YouTube stuff. I mean, it's all, it's, it's on fire right now. And like what we've been talking about, like all the content's been complimenting the uh, camp yep. numbers. Instagram following freaking took off. Uh, been super consistent on YouTube and, and uh, TikTok. So it's been good, man. I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, this is going to be our, our best year for sure. No, I agree. Um, I agree. And it's, it's nice too. I mean, you know, we've kind of come up with the, our own language or terminology around teaching. So it's so much fun going to these camps and having people that have checked out the YouTube. Yeah, and, right. They already feel they like know, they know you. Right? They know the red, yellow, green. Oh, yeah. They know the slide. They already know some of the terminology. They're just content junkies. I love it. I love it. The I mean, pickle it, community, I kid you not, they, they live and die. And that's how I was when I was content. First, and for the longest time, <laughs> bad content. Now we're bringing the hot stuff, okay? Get a little production value. Now we're bringing the hot stuff. No, it's so true though. It's good. Good for the sport and it's, uh, it's fun to be part of it. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like I uh, mentioned with, with Hank, you know, I've always been known as the athlete and the dad, uh, in which I like, but, uh, you know, with spending a decent amount of money this year on, on content, I kind of I wanted to be appreciated for, for the YouTube channel. And, yeah, now I'm kind of known as, like, the YouTube guy. You yeah, know? So, an entrepreneur, right? Yeah, like right, doing, right. doing a lot, which right. is, uh, you know, it's a lot of work. And uh, credit to you, man, because... I honestly don't know how you stay so busy. I mean, I get to come in, shoot the bowl with you, but like all the setup is all you well, and the team around you. And like, yeah, there's a lot going you, on. You deserve the success because well, I mean, you. you're, uh, you're making sure you stay busy in a positive way. And, um, like I said, you deserve it. Yeah. It's good yeah, stuff. No, no, it's, uh, Meg and I look at each other from time to time and we, and we feel like, uh, yeah. Like if I like don't respond to an email, if I don't respond to this, uh, uh, something could happen, but there's just, there's just so much flushing in at such a rapid rate, uh, uh, sponsor deals, you know, different, uh, our growth on Instagram camp numbers. I mean, things are just taking place so quick right now. So we're just trying to capitalize, but, um, you guys have a good, good dynamic too. It seems like you guys hold each other accountable. Trying to, do, right? yeah, I mean, it's, that's <laughs> not, I mean, honestly, I, I, I love my wife, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's not always easy. Uh, and, uh, one thing that I have been trying to get better at and Kyle knows this, I'm a terrible listener. And with my ADHD brain, I just, <laughs> always on the phone. God, I mean, I just, I just run a thousand miles an hour. So I'm working on is being a better listener and not trying to fix her opinion when she gives me her opinion, just less entice. <laughs> Listen, listen, don't fix it. And uh, like a just, lot of just, us men, just, married I mean, men could just could, be a better listener. A lot of us married God, men could benefit just, from that advice. Right just, there. I'm just so eager to, you know, to tell her what I think, but uh, sometimes they just need it. to vent. Sometimes they just need to vent, right? God, you just need just, to be there to suck listen. it in. Okay. Pull the weeds and just suck it in. Okay. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I wasn't mean, that one of your, uh, I think I was watching, wasn't that one of your, uh, new year's resolutions? Yeah. 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 Be, be listen a little bit, listen more. a little better, be a better listener, take a step back, yeah, take a step back, push out the ego. And you know, you know, what's tough for me too, is that like, yeah, like I, I need to be bold and confident, you know, with the instruction of yours, sure, with, sure. with the yeah. podcast on the road, like when I'm on, but when it, when it comes to the family, uh, you have I, to be able to switch I, I have a hard time yeah. turning that switch off. I do. I yeah, do. No, I, don't, I don't think anybody balances it perfectly. Yeah. At least you're, you're recognizing oh, yeah, it, right? For sure. For it sure. starts with recognize, yeah, yeah, recognition right. and then you can make the change. <laughs> but uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. All good. Uh, Lakers are getting their act together. Happy to see that. Uh, they need to get uh, Russell Westbrook out of there. God, he's terrible. He's terrible. Yeah, I mean, they just, um, you know, they have a bit, a lot of big names, but, they, they just, you know, I hate to use the term has-beens, but, yeah, I can't put it you know, in a sport where athleticism matters that much, having young legs and guys under 25 or a certain amount of that on your team, right. seems like that's kind of the recipe. You can have two or three big stars, but you need to have some some athleticism and some youth right. around to kind of keep, it's a long season, you know, right. keep, it, keep it going. Okay, APP Mesa. This guy sitting right here has been telling me for the longest time how talented Gridley is. And I, and I knew, um, you know, I mean, just, just like Susanna Barr, you know, Rob, Rob Cassidy. <laughs> uh, I, have an eye. I knew, I have an eye. I knew, I knew, no, no, I knew but, uh, what I, what I, what I didn't know is that I didn't know that Gridley could compose it all day like that. I mean, uh, first of all, the guy is just, uh, super genuine. He's kind, he's harmless. And I, and I say that with true respect. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just the nicest guy and just a freaking gamer. Uh, love the energy. Love, love the fist pumps. He's got a nice clubby uh, backhand punch. He does a good job of, like, dinking middle, you know, uh, uh, making him kind of think over that stuff. He's able to speed up. He's, he's a right-side specialist, but he, he dinks middle, mm -hmm. does a good job of holding the right down, likes to speed up line, got good hands, fights well. Uh, I did not know, K-Mac. I'll admit, I was surprised. At I had an idea. Well, I just didn't know. I was surprised at how well he sped up off the bounce on that side. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, right. the, yeah. the whole it was, day. It was primarily off the bounce. It yeah, was. Yeah. It was a lot off the bounce, but he was pretty efficient pulling the trigger with the forehand. And it just shows like he doesn't come from tennis, you know, so his ball striking isn't going to naturally be there the way, you know, college, former college tennis players there, but tip down, right? Doesn't miss in the net much. And he just kept holding. He'd go line when it seemed like. Um, a Dawson. It was a match I watched when Callen was giving him a little space. He just get Callen reaching for that initial exactly. counter. And I mean, Callen's got some pretty clubby Callen's hands as well his with hands. that. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, his and hands they are both use that Pro Connect pro battle, connect, which, yeah. which yeah. comes off, comes you know, back comes and off pretty fast. So I was happy for him, and I don't know Austin super well. We played one tournament together, and uh, I wasn't playing particularly well, but it still felt like, you know, we just we breezed through some of our matches, and uh, even when I wasn't playing great, like 
he wasn't rolling his eyes at me. Yeah, his body yeah. language was good. I, so I, can see that. I like the little intangibles like that. Yeah. And then he got so much crap about the video he put out. I don't know if you're aware. Yeah. He put out a video when, when he got a win over uh, Ben and Colin Johnson. Can't blame the guy. He just basically said, hey, it was, it was a big upset. Proud of himself. Gridley, so, I've, been, I've been taking a game off those guys in a year. So you can do whatever you want. So, you know, everybody just, you know, threw him under a, the bus. A for game. That. And I don't know. Like, I'm I'm happy that he broke through. That's a yeah, big yeah, right. win. There's no, not a no, lot sure. of people that can come Give the from guys like credit. can come through like the four five ranks, the yeah, low right, five right, zero ranks, and right. then just instantly make that jump with to the that highest unorthodox. End. Yeah, yeah. like the highest end of pro. There's a lot of people, myself included, who's kind of stuck around that mid tier level. It's tough to break through that upper echelon and. And credit to him, he he broke all the way through. Yeah, yeah, guy's a gamer, gold. man. But yeah, did I mean very creative with dinking towards uh, both par, both opponents inside feet. Yep. Like he was picking on Callum was in front of him, picking on Callum's inside foot. Callum was playing with Spencer Smith. Anyhow, he was doing a good job of really picking on both of their feet. Um, yeah, I mean, didn't miss any drops, didn't miss any dinks. Was very consistent. Uh, it seems like he has, uh, you know, offense, but he's also got a nice big clubby. Yeah, clubby he kind of builds his game game around the backhand counter. Yeah, that, that comes off in a hurry, yep. and he can cover a lot of space there. He leans in pretty well. He's a taller, right, taller young man. Thought too. he did a good job. Uh, like he was, uh, you know, like tapping J Dub and like trying to have some fun with them and being upbeat and stuff like that. So I think obviously somebody playing with. Uh, with a J-Dub kind of kind of needs that energy. It seemed like they had some natural chemistry. And I think yeah. that's the first time, I could be wrong, I think it's the first time they played together and yeah. can't do much better than gold. That's so, cool. Um, and, they, and they rolled in the finals. Yeah. One and two. It was handily. Yeah. One and two. The last time a 40-year-old won a singles event was... Um, Rospetsky. Yeah, I'm right? not going to name the event because <laughs> I'm going to be wrong, but it's Marcin Rospetsky, and I believe it was back in 2016, uh, and it was against me, the Polish monster. <laughs> the Polish monster. Um, so, Sincola, King Sincola, baby. Flick that flick that little ball and, and uh, get some spin on the serve and find a forehand Sincola. The guy played great. Um, don't, don't know what the... Uh, uh, win win and loss ratio is with uh, Sincola and Navatil in practice, but I would assume we were talking about this morning 70 30, 80 20, 90 10. But I would assume Zane obviously wins more, wins more matches. Right, um, right. And uh, Sincola had to come back, beat him best two out of three. The best two out of three went like 12 10, third game. Yeah, it was, it was tight. tight. It was, it was, it was, yeah, tight. It was a decider did, by did, two. Did Zane have match points? I don't, I don't know if he did. I didn't actually why. I just yeah. watched the highlights, so I don't know how yeah. it went down. Uh, um, and and Sincola got up quick in the game of fifteen, and like 15, uh, Zane 5, was spraying returns, spraying right. some volleys. Looked like looked like Z man. That was big for him too because he played Zane in the winners bracket final, and got beat up, and lost like four and four. Yeah. And you could see the discouragement. He just beat J Dub. Clearly, he was playing well, and you know it's it's frustrating to lose to your training partner over and over, especially if he is winning. You know, a, a somewhat of a decent percentage when yeah, they're training sure. all the time. It's, it's got to be frustrating. So happy for him. And he, I will say this, he's about the youngest 41 year old. No, 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 for sure. No. I mean, I don't think anybody he, he looks, he him, looks 30s. I, I mean, I thought he, he was looks young, young 30s. Young 30s. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he's doing, but he, he yeah. looks good for his age. He does. For sure. He does. He does. I'd date him. Yeah. St. <laughs> Cola. Um, Irina wins double gold. She played great. Yeah. Looks like there's a new Irina this year. She's woken up. Like each time I think that like Irina's kind of going away or she has a tournament or two where she just doesn't look that great. She, she bounces performs. back and just shows that she's she's still got it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, uh, David, Irina, or sorry, uh, Vivian David uh, won a gold in women's and then took uh, silver with Deckel. Yeah, her, I mean, I think Gridley is in the conversation. Gridley, Kohler for like most improved yeah, guys for, last for sure. year. I, I think Vivian's right at the top of the list yeah. um, for women. I mean, she, I mean, she goes we'll, 14 or no at MLP. Yeah. I mean, we'll see this yeah. year. I mean, it may not even be top five. She might be top three. It'd be interesting to see this year, like how, how high she really does, uh, does trend. Cause she's living in Austin, right? Mm -hmm. Or the dripping spring. She's yeah. getting yeah. better play than probably just about anybody in the country being able to play with the, the big boys, see that pace. And, um, yeah, I, I talked with Leia not long ago and Leia was super complimentary of like yeah. how, how good Vivian's game really is now. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Vivian and Callie Smith is about as pure as they come. Do you know what I mean? Great ladies, <laughs> right. great. I mean, great, no, great, sure. big-hearted ladies big for time. sure, man. Big time. Um, Easy to root for. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next portion of the episode is Boiler Room Breakdown. This is sponsored by Selkirk TV. 
Let's 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 do some match analysis here. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so uh, so we got Jardim and Kovalova uh, on okay. on our end here. On the far end, we have Irvine and Parento. This is in Saint George. Look at how many people showed up on a snowy day in that Saint George. They love their pickleball. They freak. I mean, I tell you what, Utah picklers, uh, they will show up, baby. They will show up. Okay, it's one of the little little hubs for pickleball is Utah, oh, yeah. especially Saint George. All right, let's check this first point out here. Third shot drive. Handles that right hip reset. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got herself a good little dinking point here. Okay. Oh, stop. Look at Catherine move. Oh. <laughs> I mean, women's pickleball is so much more enjoyable than men's. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to okay, slow this down it. here. Okay. Okay, so uh, Simone's being aggressive at Catherine. Yeah. Catherine yeah. does a good job there. Resets. Kind of stays off the line a little bit. Anticipates another attack. Looks like they get to neutral here. Okay. Using her feet to find the forehand. Probably could have taken that one out of the air, and I think that kind of set the tone for defense. As the Catherine does a good job of pinching. Yeah. Okay, hang on real quick. So talk about cleaning up your mess. So she's on the. I, I think. Yeah. I think if you're on the left and you pop a ball up, you have to sit middle, right? You're gonna pinch middle. You, yeah, you make them to, beat you, you inside sure. out for sure. For sure. So Catherine's being pulled out of position. She ends up hitting a lifting. Uh, pops it up high. Squeezes middle. And Lucy with that big thumping. And yeah, yeah, she just, um, if you look at the, the fast exchange, generally speaking, if you're the one who's hitting hitting your volleys and your feet aren't stationary and you're bouncing left and right, it right. just becomes very, very difficult to eventually win that exchange. So Simone and Lucy, a little bit more uh, feet under them as that exchange goes, and they're ultimately able to, to get Catherine a little bit off balance. All of your power, all of your control comes from the ground up. Okay. Use those big muscles. Use them. Okay, point number two here. Shot drive. Like it. Simone's coming in, looking to be aggressive. Start and stay. Let's let's take a look here again. Again. Okay, okay. So she serves to Jesse. Looks like Simone initially takes the ball for Lucy's inside foot. And then to cause a little less confusion, looks like Simone's there again. Stays. Slides over quite a bit, yep. Um, but this is a great example of kind of starting with that initial third offer inside foot and kind of staying there to a certain degree. But uh, obviously once they once they got up, Simone sped up, she stayed middle. Main principle here is that if you're gonna be aggressive in the middle, you gotta keep your butt there. And to me, both points, not that, that Catherine and Jesse did anything wrong, but both points were won by Simone and, uh, and Lucy, to me, mostly because of court positioning, right? So even though you know, Catherine popped it up and she was able to step back and swat. It's just more challenging when you're off the line that much, even when you hit the ball big, to get it all the way through that wall right, when both sure. your opponents are on the line. So it, you can extend some plays. There's certainly a time and a place to back up, but I think, you know, there's something to be said for leaning in, not having to get up, give up space in order to stay in control of the point and ultimately finish it off. Okay. Next point here. Okay, drop this time. This looks like uh, looks like they switch sides here. Jesse is now on the left. Both of them are wanting to stay in that backhand to backhand pattern. Okay, Beauty. nice little flip and a nice little reset. Catherine's handling that right hip really yeah. well. It's an awkward ball. Lovely. Catherine hits two blocks in a row. Simone's dinking middle a little bit. Jesse sagged off the line a little here. <sighs> okay, let's watch it again here. Slow this down. All right, Catherine sees Simone hitting a ball from her red zone, gives her license to come up, or gives the, gives the team uh, a chance to come up there. Jesse hits that, uh, that textbook uh, knife. She's got a pretty slice, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah. We see Simone get pulled out of position. And so she resets middle, yep. 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 Like that. Again, if you see a trend here though, um, Simone's leaning in just a little bit more than Jesse here. Where she needs to create space to set up that slice, but and over time, here it comes. gives you that smaller target. Boom. Yep. And see how she obviously built it up with some dinks out of the air. Speed up again. Catherine does a good job of buying herself some time. Giving herself a little height on her block. 
First time um, Simone comes off the line, but she gets right back in and takes the next one out of the air. I think that's a big theme here. Yep. See a lot inside of inside foot. Yep, yep, see a lot of inside foot dinking here. Nice. That's good hands. And way to keep that uh, that two-hander short and sweet by uh, Simone there. Catherine was able to find her hip, but she was able to uh, really keep it short, keep it condensed. What are your thoughts on, on Jesse's court positioning as the point finishes here? I don't know. For me, I'm, I'm a little less inclined no, no. to back up when the actions cross court for me. For the same reason that Jesse misses this ball, good, good, it's good. able to get down a little bit, and she ultimately misses the shot. So this is what, what K-Max talking about right yep. here. Uh, and actually, I'm going to take it back a bit more. Okay, time right here. Okay, yeah, so... so uh, Catherine's going head to head with Simone. Um, just like what Kyle mentioned, yeah, I think you know if you're if you're head to head, that person that's crossed needs to be pinching middle. And uh, from a partner standpoint, if I'm going head to head, I need to know that my partner's kind of on my, yep. you know, if I'm on the right, they're on my on my left shoulder yep. and pinching. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I think she needs to be up. Yeah, I think she had plenty of time where she, they were basically neutral in the point, right. where I think she could have taken that additional step up, where even if she anticipated a little bit of an attackable ball, because you're diagonal from your opponent, you already have a little bit more reaction time, right. um, just naturally. So for me, when the action's head to head and I'm anticipating an attack, I'm much more likely to take a step back and kind of block or surrender. But if I'm cross court, it, by stepping back, you open up some attacking angles cross court. And I think that's why she misses this last ball because Simone was able to get that a little bit more down right. that she wouldn't have had the option for if Jesse would have been a little bit closer. She would have been in a, in a better position to counter and not have to block. Okay. This little flip there. That was a nice oh, Pretty, look pretty. At that. Look at that. Yeah. Okay, so hang on. I'm going to stop it right. So, um, I haven't seen this out of Jesse yet, and um, so it looks like Simone's dropping cross court, okay, and Jesse's taking a flick at Lucy's forehand, but as she does, she's ready to clean up. Um, so good, good job there by Jesse with using the backhand flip off the bounce. Um, finding Lucy's armpit and then sitting for that recounter with her forehand. Um, as we know, if you speed up, if you speed up line and your opponent is late on the counter, it usually comes right back line. If your opponent sees it, uh, then their counter is probably going to go. It might go uh, middle. It might go cross court. But if it goes middle, um, that's a great time for you to uh, tr transition your backhand speed up to a forehand recounter. Um, yeah, and, you know, anytime your opponents are, you know, they haven't neutralized yet, they're working their way in. If you've got a ball up and you disguise it a little bit, um, you know, uh, Lucy didn't do a bad job with right. her counter, but she was right. just a little bit off the line, a little bit surprised by it, and that's all Jesse needed not to win the point with that initial speed up like we teach, yeah. but to really set your up, set yourself up for that second ball where you really take control of the point. She's sitting on it, point over. Sure. I like it. It seems like Jesse usually speeds up with the two and not one. Yeah, no, it was visually it was disguised because yeah. she's you know normally dinking when she uses the one hand. Drive drop got combo. Some, got some D. Catherine does a good job of buying herself some yep, time. Pretty. Nice little reset again. You can play good defense if you have time. Okay, now it's pretty neutral here. So, a, I mean, a, a good majority of these points, they are positioned like the waters. I right. mean, they're they're no, three right. feet off the line. Right. You know, I, I just worked uh, with that crew the last two days, and we and we talked a lot about if you're going to speed up off the bounce, and KMac knows this. If you're going to speed up off the bounce, if you're if you're a half volley master and you don't give up any court position, it's going to be uh, extremely difficult to speed up off the bounce if you don't give yourself time. So so we just kind of talked about you know if if uh, you know here's here's the baseline. Uh, here's three feet behind the baseline. You can dink in that area, and when you're dinking in that area, you have more room and you have more license to speed up off the bounce. So yep. there's nothing wrong with giving up room, and when you give up room, you can hit push dinks, right? You can give yourself some more time, let yep. that thing sit up a little higher. Dink aggressively. You can find some offense with your dinking. You can yep. find some offense with your speed ups. So, you know, one thing we teach is the idea of, uh, you know, having that bigger anchor step where you keep one foot planted, you take a bigger yep. step back, but you can even do more than that. You can you can just give uh, more of a cushion and play the area I call the, the short transition zone, yep. which you can play a little better defense there at times and you can swing away. Granted, when you're hitting offensive shots, sometimes it takes 
a few more good right. ones to finally put it away, but there's certainly not one way to play out there. Right. Right. Like we were talking about, women's is so much more exciting than men's at times. I think partially because of that, because court positioning, they sag back a little bit more. So some of these firefight exchanges last a little bit longer because right. ultimately it takes more shots to finally put the ball away when both teams are a little off the line. Yeah, I think so. Um, let's go run this again. So Jesse pops this up. Catherine gets back. She sags back. Yep, smart. Nice little pickup. Nice, nice. If you are in trouble in transition, do not bail. Look at the point. Okay. It's definitely one where I would say, um, you know, two-hander has a little bit more of an advantage over the one-hander right. when you're off the line. The ball's up in that higher quadrant. It's a lot easier to generate some pace and power. It's a lot easier to go down, too. It is. Like, it it is. It's, 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 it's tough, tough to get this to one not down. To use your wrist, no, to try it, to stay engaged yeah. with the shoulder. I mean, even, even Ben would say this. Ben doesn't use the two-handed counter very often. Right. But the times I've seen him is when the ball's kind of in this region here to be able to have that strength to get that down. I don't think Catherine would have been able to win that point or get that through that simply with a one-handed punch. Uh, certainly a time and a place for that two-hander. So this is uh this is like a typical Newman point, right? They are <laughs> the they're staying back. Riley is essentially Jesse right now, right? Okay, and I love that Catherine is swinging, sends a message. Oh, just coming, coming in hot. Jesse's going after it. I like yeah, it. I like play. it. That's, that's a great, a great play. play. Um, so one thing I want to talk about, if we can yeah, replay this one, yeah. if you look at Jesse's court positioning when they're scrambling, she doesn't come all the way back with Catherine. And there's not one way to do it, but I think, you know, if you feel confident enough in your ability to reset, even when the ball's a little bit higher, you can stay in that transition zone and clean up your mess quite often. And the, the beauty of not sagging all the way back is when either you or your partner gets a ball down, you can now with your court positioning shrink the court for your opponents right. and turn it into a turn it into a poach. So sometimes just the visual presence of one being back and one being staggered, not all the way up at the kitchen line, right. but a little right. bit back allows you to flip that switch and turn into that offense and feel both players coming in. So yeah. I kind of like how she, you know, at times when she popped up a reset, she'd take one step back, right. but she wouldn't fully retreat all the way uh, to the baseline. Yeah. One of I, I think too, yeah, if you if you trust your defense like that, that is totally fine. Um, you know, and, and like the idea of that person being able to poach, um, not buying themselves that much time. Uh, do know that obviously, um, and, and you know, I mean, this is on a cold day. This is on a cold day in St. George. And so to, to keep the ball down like, like Jesse did in the transition zone is very difficult. Sure, sure. Um, but let's say, let's say plan B. Plan B, um, let's say you haven't been moving back with your partner and you've been popping balls up. Nothing wrong with getting right back to square one. But from a higher level standpoint, for sure. Yeah, if you can park your butt down, tip down, and you're able to uh, take pace off in the transition zone off of high balls, and then also you can be a, uh, a big presence. Um, definitely, definitely a huge benefit there. Well, I think there's lower level, higher level. I think lower yeah, right. level, it makes sense to think about kind of moving in unison right, with your right. partner, staying even with them. I think higher level, when you're good enough to kind of clean up some garbage in transition, you can start your path forward and be a little more staggered as your partner's hitting the ball. Right. But I look at that mid court as kind of, that's your decision moment, right? right. You can't get there and keep going because if your partner pops it up, you're, you're a target and the point's going to be over. But if you get there, you can kind of decide from there based on the quality of your partner shot or your last shot, if you can sneak in a little further or maybe hold your ground or maybe one step back. But I think that's the difference in, um, you know, higher to lower level. You don't have to be even with your partner the whole way because by being staggered, you can shrink the court and some of the angles available to your opponents. Right. Let me watch that a little bit here. Okay, okay new point here. Okay, ladies are scrambling to get in. They're, they got one down. Jesse does a good job of resetting and keeping He's it in front of her. Plenty of height. You, know? you notice as these ladies are being pulled out of position, they reset up the line and they keep it in front of them. 
Jessie's got some time there. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, if she didn't have time, she'd be resetting, resetting line. So now they are back at, oh, Jess is oh, scraping oh. in. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's <laughs> why, that's drop, why right? she, she read the drive. Oh, geez. Oh. Don't Catherine. be the hero. Catherine Don't be the there. hero. Uh, I've been there so many times. Ed, that is that is so tough. You, uh, you're you're back playing D, you finally get one down, you get a ball that's high, you swing. That's a, tough, that's a tough feeling. No, it it's so is. easy to do, like you said, cold conditions. Yeah, right. The ball's right. really moving. <laughs> yeah. Didn't look like she overhit no, that. No, no, it didn't. Right? It, didn't. Yeah. it just, it just yeah. sailed on and a little bit. Something to think about too. If you're playing in temps like this, it's 40, 50 degrees. The the Dura ball is flying. Your technique with how hard the ball is going to be, uh, and and, it, and uh, this kind of depends on what what paddle you're using too. But just general technique is going to be you know shorter. It's going to be a lot smaller. Why the ball's flying? The ball's going to feel like a rock off your paddle. It's cold. Um, uh, you know, I would, uh, uh, I personally feel like you can really shape the ball when it's cold. And so, you know, uh, if you're, if you're hitting a drive off a shorter return, I'd add lots of spin. If you're dropping, you can add lots of spin, but, um, you can really flirt with the ball or flirt with that Dura ball as it's like a rock and it's cold and it's rough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just focus on shortening, keeping yeah. things tight, um, and adding spin because the ball sails. Yeah, you know? if you have a good clean contact point, like you said, power isn't going to be the answer. It's going to be more about the timing. Right. Let the pace of the ball and the, the coldness of the ball provide the power. You don't need to give anything extra. Sure. Just For think sure. clean and make sure you get that brush up the back get of the ball. That, get that brush. Get that brush going. Okay, another point here. Okay, drive the third, drop the fifth, like get it. Get in together. Use the drive to enhance your fifth. Still half volley. We see women using using good spin here, slicing on the backhand. Lucy's uh, Lucy's trying to isolate Jesse. They're trying to pick on that left foot of Jesse, forcing her to half volley a little bit more. She's handling it well. Yeah, that's, that's a good ball. Stop, stop. Look at, look at the D. Jeez. This is no way. This is Simone. Oh, no get out way. of here. Unreal. Ooh, that is that is the goat right there. Guys, it's probably probably one of the better points ever that we're watching. Um, to me, you know, as we rewatch this, the theme of the point is, and you know, we teach the same thing: is when you're in transition, when you're on defense. Sure, you'd love for your reset to land perfectly in the kitchen, but understand the big thing is keeping it above the net because even if it's high, even if you're having to deal with another aggressive shot, when you're sagged back like that, you have the time to get your paddle on it and be scrappy and stay in the point. So as they're scrambling here. I love the fact that they don't try to go for that perfect reset that gets them in right away. Right. They think, you know what, let's just continue to get the ball over, wait for our moment, right. and eventually it kind of works out for them here. So something that I'm gonna note here is Simone gets pulled out of position. Simone uh, resets to Catherine's inside foot. So I've used this speed up, at, uh, I've used this play as well, and I'll, I'll use it uh, on, on players that I feel like aren't as mobile when they get pulled out of position. Um, and they're looking to recover and get back in. But look, Jesse pulls Simone out of position. Catherine leans in. Yeah. Catherine leans in. She sees she's gonna lift. As she leans in, she Ooh, sees Simone still moving. Simone isn't quite set and she goes after her. But Simone is able to bail herself out of hot, and, deep water. And look at these. These resets are not anywhere near the kitchen. And that was a little lucky. I think it was an accidental yeah, lob. Yeah, the old, the old overhead winner from uh, from transition. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Definitely that where that last ball went on. Catherine, Catherine leave it! was very awkward. Yeah, right. She was not expecting it to go there. Right. Something, to, something to note here. If somebody drives at you or if you're in a hand speed battle, if you feel like your hands get up late. Yep or you're fumbly up here and you think your hands are slow, you should maybe reconsider because yep. uh, it could be your hands are slow or it could very well be that you are hitting out balls. And uh, uh, most of the time, I would say it's probably the latter. Yeah, yeah. Might have done that a couple times this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's so difficult not to be reactionary, but uh, when the speed up is by your face. Yeah, stuff, I mean, it's stuff. just instinct, self-preservation kicks in and you're trying to protect this. Yeah, just slide versus punch. You gotta do the matrix, okay. right? You gotta, you gotta get out of the way. Get the heck out of the way. Look at this, come on. Scoot back, high knee on the ground. Look at that, just get low, get over, in, overhead. And then a little, little bit of a gift <laughs> you don't normally see. All right, next point here. Puts the return middle like that. 
Looks like Jesse's doing a lot with her third ball drive. Makes sense. It's cold. 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 Yeah, yeah, exactly. Use that third ball drive when it's cold. Sometimes the drive drop combos better in cold conditions. It's tougher to place that third perfectly and, and manage the shake. Like Jesse's court positioning a little bit better here. It seems like she's willing to take a little yeah, bit more out of exactly, here. Exactly, exactly. And look at, she gets the pop up. Good D, good D, it's good. Good. All ladies are um, being very consistent with their ball in transition, getting that thing down, using some height, good using shape. some margin. Yep. yep, yep. Really good defenders, trust their, trust their height, and find that shallow area. HEP, come on. Ooh, pretty. Ooh. Nice little defense. They I both get back. That was a great camera angle. Dumps one. Fancy. Jesse's there. Don't be hitting a dump volley on Jesse. She's there. Oh, look at the close. Oh, great yeah. Read. And that is a spanker coming at you. Uh, that thing usually comes back in a hurry. But take a look here. I mean, prime. Uh, prime example of good good defense is good offense and she was able to buy herself a little time get out of trouble watch this here get out of trouble <laughs> Boom. that Flip gets that on switch. that gets on Simone pretty what quick what have you noticed you notice some of the shots in the middle of the point where they were scrambling and they're moving they added a little extra height it got popped up it wasn't perfectly in the kitchen but because they were back they knew they had time to try again and wait for their right moment to go back forward, which she times perfectly here. Yeah. But like this ball here, she adds extra height. It's still able to be taken out of the air, but she sagged back. When she hit that dink, she didn't recover back to the kitchen line. She knew that she popped it up a little. Yeah. So when she came back to the center of the court, she sagged off the line to just say, you know what, it's okay. I'm still gonna be on defense, keep the ball in front of me, wait for a better time to move forward and make uh, my opponents feel that offensive pressure. Yeah, you ready here? Okay, um, so many points here. We're seeing, you know, uh, defense go to offense. Yep. Oh, not not by much, not by much. I think, I think somebody thought that ball was out on the line. Yeah, that's a that's a big girl overhead. Probably probably one of the bigger overheads. Probably has the most power, maybe maybe in pickleball. Yeah. Very very yeah. close on the women's side, definitely. Stop. What a pickup. No way. Stop. Speed up. Short and sweet. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, Lucy dug that thing out and it got down. I think this is a play, you know, with, with her pickup here uh, that she played a little bit earlier. Uh, even people who do not use two hands on the on the backhand very often, uh, I think a lot more people when it's just powered at you right at your ankles. Sometimes adding that second hand and letting that left shoulder take over just gives you a little bit more strength and stability to not not put the ball perfectly in the kitchen, but just stay alive in the point when your opponents are hitting a shot at their full strength. So I've seen a lot of people that don't normally use two hands only use two hands in that situation of just extreme defense. And it's good D. Yeah, as we as we see here, it's not just the offense that's doing it. Uh, a lot of these points are being scrapped out. They're they're scrambling. They're on defense, and they're able to bring themselves back in the point. Tip down, pick up there. One thing that we do see is that when somebody starts with that forehand middle, uh, generally they stay. Um, less less confusion. Whether I'm whether I'm dropping or I am being aggressive with my fourth and my sixth, if I start, um, love the idea of staying. Goes again. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Looks like she was all over that. They're not trying to say, oh, I'm, I'm, they're not panicking and saying, oh, the other team's in control. I've got to instantly get it in the kitchen and get back to the line. They're waiting, they're giving themselves plenty of shape, and they know that it only takes one that gets down, and that's their movement to transition and come in, and she times her counter really well. But if they would have been, uh, if they would have panicked or been a little antsy and tried to get forward earlier before it was the right time, the point would have been over and not in their favor earlier. 
Puts the return on loose, drives line, Simone drops the fifth. Resets middle here. Resets middle. Stay in that backhand pattern backhand. here. Who's, who's got again, the better knife? She's huh? moving, so she resets middle again. Ball's a little bit more in her stance. Goes oh, a little. Oh, pretty, there's a little pretty, room. Pretty. K-Mac may have gave me a few ATPs today on the right. I mean, talk about a generous man. I'll tell I, you. I, <laughs> I may have hit 10. I mean, it, 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 was, it was a record on the right. You know, it's tough to get control. It was a record on the right. And I get a little antsy <laughs> with, with moving him a little too much. Angle! And I, Tyson is a good, I played with him enough to know he's about 95%. If you give him a sliver, he takes it. I should know better. Uh, oh, nice. Yep, up, up, up. I'd like to know out of all the points that we've seen, what percentage of time does the team that scoots back at the baseline and come, comes back up, how often are they winning the points? Yeah, pretty high. It's pretty like, high. I mean, where you'd think it'd be like 10%. No, right. It's probably right. been like 35 or 40. And you know? just like what you mentioned, it's all due to trusting that you can play good defense right. if you have time not rushing and and when you come up come up in a balanced organized manner and right. um and over time with you doing that and playing good defense it sends a message it puts pressure on your opponents makes the court look small and at the end of the day it uh when i when i play the newmans i feel like the ball is tiny i feel like i'm playing on a half a sliver um, but it's it's very Newman like, yep. very Newman like. Well, it's, I think it's kind of there's there's an evolution in pickleball IQ. I think when people start and they and they haven't played very much, um, they're way too comfortable just wanting to stay back at the baseline, right? And so they play a little bit more and they hear, oh, you got to get into the net, you got to get in the kitchen line. And then a lot of people in that intermediate skill level, when they're playing defense, they don't do it nearly as good a job as they could because they're thinking, oh, I can't be back at the baseline. This is not a winning position. I have got to instantly get up. And right. then it comes full circle as you advance a little more where you realize, yes, the ultimate goal is not to stay back. I want to ultimately get up. But there's nothing written in stone that says I have to get up right now. Right. I can pick my moment. I can wait. And the other team feels so much more pressure hitting smash after smash after smash and the court starts to shrink after a while. So I just think that's a, that's the evolution and how we think about getting up is yes, that's where we want to get, but there's nothing that says we have to get there before we're ready to. And before we've kind of analyzed the right factors and conditions. If you guys have not subscribed to the MacGuffin pickleball club, make sure you do that. Um, like subscribe and turn those notifications on to the MacGuffin pickleball club. We are posting um, instructional videos, vlogs, uh, pod episodes on Monday, Wednesday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, we are posting short. So if you guys want to tune into the uh, content, the, the um, main content is Monday, Wednesday, and then shorts Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. K Mac, anything or any last notes for the for the viewers? Well, if you're here? not subscribed now, you really should be. I, I mean, mean it, come it's on. free. I mean, I would say, I mean, it's free. Just about everything else would be comparable as far as quality is as more of a subscription, right? right. So if you're, hey, not, hey. if you're not subscribed now, what what are you doing? Right. I mean, you, I mean, get on there. You can pay ten bucks a month for three sixty. You you can pay ten bucks a month for Coach Me, or you can sign up for free. To the MacGuffin it's true. And, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, both of those are good value at 10 bucks a month. But right. it's, it, you know, it's tough to beat free. And the value is pretty good. The production <laughs> value is pretty decent. Get on there. Get, Get on, on it. it. My name is Tyson McGuffin. This is the McGuffin Show. Episode 31. Pretty cool. See you guys episode 32.